Okay. Can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or Use the promo code SOBERGIRLS at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E dot com slash SOBERGIRLS for $10 off. Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink and symptoms feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country, and rightly so. Fun fact, all of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated when you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do? My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash SoberGirls or use our code SoberGirls for 15% off. Welcome to Two Sober Girls Podcast. I am your host, Erin, along with my amazing co-host, Michaela. We are both health and wellness coaches, sober and on a wild and crazy sober journey together. Um, This podcast is sponsored by our Sober Girls Mastermind. This is a mastermind for sober or sober curious women that opens the door to exclusive training, monthly mastermind calls, resources, private group chats, and support from alcohol-free and lifestyle coaches, yours truly. Um, And today, one of our members, this was so thrilling, one of our members is celebrating 60 days of sobriety, like huge shout out. You know who you are. This makes our world. Um, And she shared that this is the best decision to support her sobriety um, and her decision to put down the drink was to jump into our Sober Girl Mastermind community. And that without this community and daily support and inspiration, she would not be celebrating today. So we are thrilled. We are, you know, this is what it's all about. And um, I can't wait to celebrate many more days with her. I love it. I love jumping in the chat and there's different sections that we have in there. So we have like our main chat and uh, a way to share your wins and testimonials. So I love reading those. 
we just added one to release resentments, which is all of the things that we have, you know, we're carrying with us that we get to just drop in there. I mean, it's so much that goes on in here, but there's such movement and I see the progression and everyone in there. It's, it's really, it's, it's amazing. The resentment one is next level. I have to say, because this is actually a space where you can get what's truly bothering you. That's going to make you sick, which can potentially lead to picking up again. So the resentment, I am so thrilled that we have this and it's a safe space to just get it all out. So yeah, this is very exciting. Um, where should we begin? I know we have a couple topics that we do, but I love the topic with, it's not a good look. We just talked the other day and that kind of, it just, I haven't thought about that in a while, you know, because I haven't drank in almost, let's say two years. So like, it's, I'm, this is not what he, what even crosses my mind, you know, having a child and kids thinking like, oh my gosh, it's not a good look, but it's so true. I remember being on the other side, being a kid in a household that, you know, the stepdad drank or just there was parties all the time and the adults would just oh my gosh, would just go wild. And I remember thinking like, this is chaos. Like, and I like even checking in with my body, like my nervous system, like just, it did not feel good. It did not feel safe. No, it's, and you know, just you describing that made me feel like, oh, and so this, it's not a good look. It came up for me this weekend with Dylan and one of her girlfriends. I took them out for breakfast on Saturday, no, Sunday morning, we went to like their favorite place to get their like pliable and, you know, lattes and all the things. And they came out of the store laughing. And I was like, girls, what, what happened? They're like, mom, we don't have to pay. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have to pay? They're like, no, they like didn't charge us. And then they said, I think they're drunk. And I'm like, the girl's working. The girl's working. Oh my goodness. So I was like, and I said to Dylan and her friend, I said, well, we have to pay. I'm like, let me go in. So I went into the store and they were definitely in an altered state. I would say high and hungover. Um, I went up to pay and I said, ladies, listen, my daughter and her friend just purchased these bowls from you and you didn't charge them. They looked at me like I had 10 heads and, and then one of them started laughing. She was like, thought it was so funny. They were definitely not sober. And I'm like, this is such not a good look. This is not a good look. And so then I had a conversation with Dylan and her friend. And I said, listen, that is just not how we want to go through life. And first of all, uh, you know, if they were my employees, I wouldn't be happy that they're not charging people and they're coming and they have no idea. Oh, and the things that they made too, like the girls were laughing. They were like a mess, you know, like they were like, what is this? This never looks like this. I go, babe, they were doing the best they could. They like can't even figure it out. Like there was just, it, it was a mess. Um, but I said, listen, those, you know, if they, their employer came in, they would not be keeping those jobs. And then I said, ladies, do you even know to Dylan and her friend, do you even know what's in alcohol? Like what they're consuming? Like these beautiful, they were high schoolers that were working at the store, these beautiful girls. And I'm, and I'm so sad to think about the destruction that is happening on a cellular level to these bodies of theirs. And so we had to talk about what's in alcohol. 
And, you know, they had no idea on what it actually does. And it was very like matter of fact, I'm like this, these are the ingredients. This is what happens in your body. So what did you tell them exactly? So mom's listening can. I was just like, I'm like, gasoline we put in our car. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, it's a lot like that. It's ethanol. And, um, and then I said, and there's arsenic and there's something that there's pesticides that are found. And they looked at me like, what are you talking about? Like they couldn't believe it because they are growing up in a culture where they see every adult and now drinking. So they were dumbfounded. And then, you know, but it was just very like, it was not preachy, more of like, this is just not the best path for you. You, both of you have such bright and brilliant lives ahead of you. And right here, why would we choose to put that in our bodies and look at what, it, how you end up like, you can't, you forget to charge people. You're, you're, you know, you're just a mess and eventually they're going to crash and feel awful later on that day, you know, from the, the party in the night before. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just that topic though, reminded me, like, it's just not a good look, whether it's teenagers, whether it's adults for other people to see, you know, and to witness and be a part of, um, and not to say, you know, there's like, there's no judgment to it. It's just, we have to be aware of what we're actually doing and how it's impacting others. Um, whether it's children, whether it's friends, you know, sometimes things can be triggering for others as well. So it's just, this is just to say to just be mindful of your, you know, our behavior, how, how we're saying things, how we're viewing things. And um, yeah, it's just the way I viewed it as a child was, it wasn't, like I said, I just, I never felt safe around that you know, and it's crazy that I ended up doing that as an adult, you know, so we don't, when we're doing it ourselves, it's, we feel like we can, or it's different, but it's not. No. And, and it's not okay. And it's okay to say these things and to plant seeds in the younger generation of like, there is a better way. And just because everyone's doing it, like, let's just call it out and say, it's not a good look. It's not the best decision. Like, why are we, why is this standard? Okay. That's it. And, you know, and like, and I wasn't sitting in judgment of these young girls. It was more like, ah, I wish we could help you choose better. Right. Because you're worthy of better. And like, this is ridiculous. Um, And they were probably like seniors in high school and, you know, the path of that they're on, because we were all on that path. Like I was on that path. It's like, you just, drinking, you drink more, you go to college and everything is, you know, acceptable and permissible, but, you know, we're so passionate about changing this narrative for the younger generation and just really saying it's, yeah, you, you're not going to look good. You're not going to feel good. And guess what? Your life is not going to go the way it should, because you are putting a neurotoxin in your body and whatever else they were consuming. And you are just, you're, you're selling yourself short. You are selling yourself short when you are so incredible. Can we just stop selling or like allowing this for our youth and for ourselves? And so I was really thankful. I mean, it was, a, it was an interesting morning, but I was thankful that I was there. And I'm so thankful that by the grace of God, I'm sober. So I have these conversations and it's like, okay, let's look at the facts ladies. And like, is that the path you want to be on? That's so it. It, yeah. And opened us up to like this beautiful conversation. So 
but, uh, and it's not, yeah. and I, and I know looking back and I, again, by the grace of God, it was not a good look for my children to see me drinking. It's not. I go from one version of me to an altered state where you're not reachable. You're not the mom in charge. You're not, if there's a fire, I'm not putting it out. I'm not aware there's a fire. Um, and I even think like the physical shift, like, you know, we all have those dreaded photos of us like, oh my God, that's what I look like when I drink. And so for your children who are so in love with you, I mean, they look at you and like they see you and then to see you look differently. Oh, that's something I'll take to my grave because that's, that's, you know, for a child, like you were saying, Michaela, it's, it's very scary and upsetting and, um, it shakes their, it shakes their confidence in like, who's in charge and my worth as a child. And, um, and also just being able to connect with the, the one you love the most, like, you know, especially when your children are younger, like they need that constant connection. And if your eyes are not able to narrow in on theirs and focus, and if you are, you know, for me, I look back at photos and I'm like, why did anyone tell me, first of all, it's not a good look. Like it's not attractive. Like I don't. Yeah. But if somebody did, you probably wouldn't have taken it in the best way either. So no, I think everything has see. its time and place yeah. and you needed to go through your own journey. And yeah. so, you know, it's, you know, it's a, it's a tough thing. We want to be honest here. We want to have these conversations of saying how things truly are because yeah, them and say it's, you know, it's You're like, it's, Oh, they're so funny. No, no. And I remember like, I mean, we would, cause you know, our house would have a lot of parties, like adult parties, like with, you know, the friends would come over and everybody would get literally wasted. And I remember we used to have these and, and to like three in the morning and the mess and the thing, you know, all of that. And like, I'm like, we have not had that for like over a decade. Like we just, you know, we don't live that way. So, but like, that was like a normal thing. It was like a normal thing to party, to drink. And I remember like, I would just be embarrassed. Like, what is happening? Yeah. You know? <laughs> totally. Like, well, how do I, how do I sort this? And my, my child, my little mind that my, my young mind, like what's happening here. Right. But I just. And in yeah. a way you're like, is th- I guess this is normal. This is how yeah. adults behave. Just because it's normal doesn't mean it's right. Right. It's not. But you don't I, know that as a child. No. Right. And I think too, like, if I wasn't sober, and I saw those girls, I'd probably be hung over myself. And you know what I mean? You're probably laughing like, oh, I, I know how you feel, but you, you know, you got to like, get it together, ladies. But instead it was like this opportunity to, you know, plant some seeds in these young minds of like, we're going to choose differently, you know, or at least I'm going to tell you what's happening and that you have an option not to do this and be like that and to show up that way. But yeah, because I do think culturally we, I don't know why, Michaela. We like laugh at being hungover. We laugh at being blackout. Dr- Why is it? It's not funny. We're accepting it. Not funny. It's like, no, it's not. It's, it's so upsetting. And it's just, it's, I, you know, there's not another way to say it. It's just not a good look. Uh, 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, Michaela, I am fully frustrated with my kids, whom I love more than life itself. However, as their mom, I feel like an absolute failure, and I can't seem to find the time to get us all organized and even have meaningful conversations. I feel like everyone is so busy. I'm so overwhelmed, so drained. Help me. Yes, get that off your chest. As a busy mom, I get it. I have found that when I am stressed and feeling stuck, the best thing to do is ask for help. Perhaps book a therapy session. Therapy is for everyone, every human desiring to feel better, live better, and learn how to solve life's most pressing problems and concerns in real time. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and very convenient. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoberGirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SoberGirls. And I think for anyone who is trying to improve their lives, change their lives. Yeah. That has to be worked through. And I remember, you know, waking up hungover at times, like when my daughter was young and the guilt. So it's like, not only are you feeling hungover and like crap, but the guilt that you cannot, you don't have the energy or your mind is not there to be fully present. uh, That, that broke my heart, you know? It's devastating. No. And I think too, again, you can find so many people say, Oh, you know, I'm hungover to, you know, like to commiserate with you, to laugh about it, to be like, Oh, just put them in front of the TV or, and versus someone saying, yeah, that, that actually really sucks to show up that way for your kids. And I'm sorry. Like, or like I, how are, how is that not going to happen again? Like these are yeah. the, like, if, if it's a friend, right? Yeah. And I, I'm saying it too, like, maybe that's harsh, but I'm saying it because I was it. So I'm not, again, I'm like, I was there. And so like, for me, I would right. say that that sucks, Aaron. Like that you are, you are called to something so much better and higher for these precious children. And like, what are you going to do about it? You know, cause we do like, I, you know, again, like sobriety is a journey we have to take together. We don't get sober alone and we don't stay sober in isolation, but at least reaching out for help instead of saying, well, everybody else is hungover and everybody else, you know, no, there are many people now that are not. And we know that. And they're in our mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so anyway, so that, yeah, so that was an interesting, interesting weekend, but definitely um, an opportunity, a, a really and a gift from God to have that conversation. So, and you say how, you know, you feel that you didn't do that to your kids, let's say in the past that you drank, but like, look how you get to shape her life. Yeah. at this point. So you get to be there at these, these pivotal years of her life where these decisions, they get faced with these decisions in school and, you know, eventually in college and you get to have that direct line with her and that connection. And she knows she can talk to you about these things. So I think that's pretty cool. It's, it's never it's too late. Just like, it's never too late to quit. It's never too late to change your life. It's never too late to become the best version of yourself become who you want to be because that person is there. And so even though, you know, you got sober a little like later in life, let's say, right. It doesn't matter. matter. You're still living your best life and you still can provide for your kids in the best way. 
No, I, I always say this, like I'm the luckiest and, you know, going through what I went through to be on the other side and have these, this opportunity to be in this space and to be of service and to talk to my children this way. I look back and I say, it was all worth it. Like I had to go through that to get to here. Um, and it also gives me the deepest humility because I know that I couldn't, I couldn't put down the drink and I couldn't stop. So whenever I talk about what I'm seeing, it's never in judgment. It's more like, yeah, I relate exactly to that, but there is a way out and there's a better way. Um, yeah, and that's, that, that's really what's so inspiring and thrilling to me is that we know it. We know we it. Live, we live it. And so, yes. Ah, oh, okay. So choose a better look. <laughs> exactly. I think we'll leave it at that. Um, yeah. I think that's a really great point to think about, you know, think about your own childhood or your own past, or even how you viewed it as a kid and how you view it now and how we can look at it in a way that, like you said, we can choose a better way. So we can choose a better thought about it and being more realistic. I think being realistic in terms of what alcohol does to our body, if we just keep our mind there and really educate yourself on it and have those conversations, I bet alcohol is not going to look as sexy anymore. Because it doesn't look sexy. Let's just break it down before we jump off right down that point. Alcohol does not make you your body sexy. It breaks it down. It creates bloat. Uh, I mean, inflammation. What it does it, to your brain. In your brain, it eats away your collagen. So I guess I'm saying from a perspective of what the world, is, like everyone's trying to attain. And I know this is a superficial on a physical level. Alcohol is actually going in the opposite direction. So like you're doing all these great things and alcohol is coming and swiping that away. It just doesn't make any sense. The more we can say it, I just hope that one person hears us and says, you're right. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I actually drinking? You know, mocktails are amazing. Absolutely. Feeling your feelings is also a big part of it. And I was going to do a story on it yesterday on, um, I was in my car waiting to meet up with you and I was just thinking how, and I'll say it here, like how this entire year has been a year of healing. And for me, I think that equates like really feeling your feelings. Yes. I just want to say for anyone on that journey, because I know a, a lot of you are, is I see you. I know it's lonely. I know it's mm. so hard at times, but it is just a blip in your life that once you allow yourself to fully be in and eliminate all of the distractions, because that's a big piece for me, it does feel a little bit lonely, like, oh my gosh, like I should be doing this or I should now just be in it. It's going to, I feel like I will be emerging soon. Um, not to say like, I still feel amazing and great. Like, you know, waking up not hungover is like the best thing in the world. Um, but when you choose the healing journey and I'm, I'm reading a lot of books on healing and all of that. And like, I really want to go there for myself. I feel like I'm ready. Like it's time to do that now because I'd rather do it now than later. Does that make sense? Hundred percent, because you're carrying it around anyway. So yeah. you you're prolonging the suffering 
but you're being so brave. We were talking about Joseph Campbell the other day in our, our mastermind chat. You're slaying your dragons and we're here to support you, but only you can slay that dragon and you're slaying it and walking through. The only way is through. And I think, you know, not to make light of that, but of course it's, you know, for me, that's why I drank because the numbing, the coping, the, this is how I get through life. Knowing on the other side, if I put that drink down, there is, I mean, Michaela, tremendous pain tremendous like I look back and think oh I made it and I'm still going deeper but like initially the pain was so great but the reward is greater still it's worth it it is so worth it and you can get through it and you can survive it and you can live you know I say we're living on arms but we're living divinely protected and guided and connected and so yes like I'm going to feel and hear and be present for all of it. The good, the bad, the in-between. And I will choose that any day over being numb and missing out on all the glory because I can't handle the pain, but not to put it lightly. Like, yes, we see your pain. We've, we've, we've walked through it. We are walking through it and it still is the best choice. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's my point is like this year has been healing and feeling it's hard, but yeah. I would never change it for, you know, I would never want anything else. Cause I know it's like, you have this knowing that there's something so greater on the other side that I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. And a big piece, you know, what you just said is there is that big pain. I don't think that gets talked about like enough when people choose not to drink or they realize, okay, perhaps I need to change my relationship with alcohol is they don't realize how much pain is there. And there's, there's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. This is part of being a human and especially a human who has perhaps numbed for so long as I have, as I know you have, that when you are just like raw and in the real world, like you're like, Oh my gosh, this is too much. Um, so big piece of that is regulating your nervous system. Like how can you on a daily regulate your nervous system? And we talk about this all the time, but like, you know, the breath work, the, the, the daily practices, the daily connection to source, to spirit, to, to your tribe is, is the biggest piece because then you realize like, as we see you know, women that we talk to, we're all going through it. It doesn't matter whether you're at day, you know, at year four or 10, or you're just at three, we're, we're all going through it. Yeah. No. And I, and I think, too- and you're going through it too, when you're drinking. So it's like, but it's, oh. you know, so not to say like, it's only you're going through it when you remove alcohol, you're actually going through that same thing with alcohol, but you're actually making it worse and worse and quicker and quicker and quicker. You're feeding the dragon. It's you're giving it strength and it's eventually going to overcome you. But I, I you know, something that I am so proud of that what we do in this space is we actually coach and teach women how to regulate their nervous system, how to manage these hard feelings, what to do um, when these, you know, past trauma, small T, big T, whatever it might be, resentments come up how to walk through and not pick up and to heal and to release and to, you know, 
that's something I never, I didn't learn until connecting with you and until, you know, going back to school and until understanding, like, I need this to heal and to sustain a, a quality of life that is peaceful and purposeful, or those things will take me back to alcohol. Like you have to live in the solution and have strategies and have people who are living it out and showing you the way, because if not, you're going to be in a quite amount of pain. And of course, you're going to want to go back to numbing. And it's everyone's birthright. Every single human on this planet, their birthright is to feel at peace, no matter what's going on in the external world. And that is my biggest, I guess, lesson now looking back at this year is no matter what's going on around me, I can still choose peace. I can still choose happiness. I can still choose health. And I can choose love. And I can choose connection. And I can choose light at every single moment Mm. with everyone that I'm around. Mm. And it's a big lesson. It's a big lesson because anytime that I'm feeling off my game, I bring it back to me. You know? Amazing. And when I feel like there's really no one better at that than you, like you are such a incredible teacher and someone that I've learned so much from how to do that, how to get back to center as quickly as possible. I try to pivot as quickly as possible because again, I know that's my birthright and I know that's how I want to feel. And whether that's having an off moment with my daughter, you know, I spend most of my time with my daughter. So she's a strong, independent girl. And you know, I like my alone time and I love us together, but there's just moments where I'm like, ah, and when that happens, which is inevitable as being a, I'm a single mom parent. I do all of the things. Literally it's, it's a lot. It's a lot from driving to make, making sure, you know, social life, all of that stuff. Like, um, there's days where I'm just like, oh my God, that's enough. Um, but I never make her feel like, like it's her fault, you know? And if there is a moment where let's say I just, I've had enough, I, I always say like, I just need time to myself, you know, but then I come back. I'm like, okay, I feel so much better. I took a few breaths. I did my legs up the wall. Like it's just a normal thing. She sees me like drop into a meditation or say certain affirmations and we work through together you know, and she'll come to me, hug me. And I instantly, I'm just like, Oh, I love my life. I love you. You know? And I say, this is part of life. This is part of life. Sometimes you get aggravated. Sometimes you are are happy and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with your feelings, but how can you feel better every single moment? You know, like how can you make yourself feel better? So it's just these little lessons that I'm like constantly, working through and teaching her as well. And I I wouldn't get to do that if, if I was drinking. I was just going to say that. So you said something you get to choose. The only thing you get to choose when you're drinking is your next drink. You do not get to choose how you want to feel. You do not get to choose how you want to vote for your children. You do not get to choose. Okay. Listen, in this moment, I need to go here. I need to go meditate. I no that you first choose alcohol and then alcohol chooses you and it's a constant. And the other thing that you said 
is that you're showing your daughter that it, feelings are okay. We're not afraid of feelings. We feel them. We sort them. We manage. We release. We emote. Right. Versus culture saying you feel holy moly. Drink. You had a busy day at you know with your kids. Have, have wine. Feelings are coming. Hide. Yeah. It. And like, and that's what kids are seeing. They're like, I can't feel anything. I'm just gonna numb. And that, like, what? So that's huge, 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 huge. We don't numb. Feelings are glorious. They're our guides. They're divine. It's and just, I almost feel like I'm like a kid learning how to feel. Yeah, me because too. Because I feel like as a kid, we've never had these, you know, it's like we don't have these conversations and it's like, oh yeah, just feel, are you, you know, just let it out. Like, no, it's like, be quiet. You're okay. And it's like, oh. Okay. You know? And so it's like, if you've never been taught something, how, how are you going to know? You're so not leaning into just learning all about feeling. If you could just take a year to feel, yeah, you're going to be a totally different human. It's glorious and terrifying and glorious and terrifying. And it's the best dance in the, the and you might think you're crazy a lot of the times. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. I honestly, like I've come to accept that that was probably how many people who know me from day to day, as I'm just like shutting my eyes outside and laying the sunlight. And I'm like, oh, isn't this the greatest gift? Yes. But that's sobriety. Like everything is miraculous. Everything from the sun hitting your face to that, I, you know, sometimes I'm just, I just am so thankful. My God, my body is just doing its thing. I am breathing. I am moving. It is wild sobriety is the greatest high and yeah and to people who are not having experienced it you might look crazy but i'll take this crazy any day than being numb and stuck and not alive like i want you to be so fully alive that my children do not have any question whether or not i'm in love with sobriety and i'm in love with my life and that means i'm in love with them because if Amen. I'm not that there, that's also a message of like, what? Maybe they're not enough. Maybe this isn't enough. No, I have everything in abundance, and now I can feel it and be present. It's a beautiful way to end. I love it. Ah, <laughs> oh, so fired up. Love sobriety. Love all of you, ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Love, love you. Guys. you. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.